Hello, and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. I'm Elena Aguilar. Hey, friends. So this episode is a refresher of what to say when you hear something racist. The series that came out in the spring of 2022 as we head into the holiday season, it is very likely that you might hear something racist because there's just a lot of racism in the world. And so I want to remind you of some of the key ideas from that series and encourage you to go back and listen to an episode maybe you missed or that could be helpful to listen to again. So you'll get some highlights from that series, a reminder of what to say when you hear something racist, and hopefully a nudge back into the series. Before I get into this episode, I do want to shout out a friend of the show, Amanda B. from California. Thank you so much for your support. Your support makes this podcast possible without advertisements. And that is something I grapple with because this show takes a lot of time and energy for us to produce. And right now it's ad-free thanks to the support of friends. If you are interested in being a friend of the show, please check out the show notes. And also just a quick reminder, a way of helping this show that is super easy and free is to hop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and review for the show. This really helps to get the podcast out there. So consider doing that as well. All right, let's get into this refresher of what to say when you hear something racist. So the first thing that I want to remind you of is that really strongly believe that the will to dismantle racism exists. The will to take action to dismantle racism and to extricate ourselves of the ideology of white supremacy. But we need to build the skills to have conversations. I think people really want to do something about racism, but don't have the skills. And so we need to build skills to recognize racism, to have a conversation about racism, to deal with our own emotions that come up, to deal with or navigate other people's emotions that come up when we talk about racism. And finally, we need to have the skills to make wise and courageous choices about what to say and when. So this podcast series, again, that came out in the spring of 2022 called What to Say When You Hear Something Racist is predicated upon beginning to support you to build those skills. There are four foundational skill and knowledge sets. And I recorded one podcast on each one. The first one is identity. You need to know who you are in terms of your sociopolitical identity. Number two is you need to know how to work with emotions, your own and those of others. Number three is you need to know what racism is. You got to be able to recognize it. And number four is you have to do some reflection on and reckoning with your personal history when it comes to how you have dealt with witnessing or hearing or seeing racist things in the past, including the ones you may have been a perpetrator of yourself. This is what I think about as the foundational skills and knowledge in order for you to take action. 
Again, there is a podcast episode for each of these areas. So maybe you remember hearing the one about identity, but you didn't hear the one about emotions. That's key. Or maybe you heard the one about racism and how to recognize racism, but you missed the one on reckoning with your own history. A nudge to go back and listen to those. And again, perhaps just as a refresher. Okay, so let me remind you of what to say when you hear something racist. And again, maybe this is a reminder, or maybe for new listeners, this is hopefully an enticement to go back and dig more deeply into this. So when you hear something racist, I am offering you what I call the three P's as criteria for decision making. And those three P's are purpose power, and possibility. For each of these P's, there is a podcast episode. But what I'm suggesting is that when you hear something racist, you run your thinking through these three P's in order to help you make a decision about what to do and when to do it. The first P is purpose. When you hear something racist, you can have many different purposes in crafting a response. You could have one, you could have more than one. So some examples of purposes you might have when you hear something racist, your purpose could be to interrupt what someone is saying or thinking, to confront them on their thoughts. Your purpose could be to educate them. Your purpose could be to strengthen your relationship with them. Your purpose could be to be in integrity with yourself. There are many different kinds of purposes you can have for the response that you might make when you hear something racist. The next P is power. And when you reflect on this P, you are considering the power dynamic that is present in the moment. If you are at a dinner table with a whole lot of family and the person who said something racist is your mother, that's a certain kind of power dynamic. That's a different power dynamic than if you are in school, in a staff meeting, and your principal says something racist, or you're in school and a student says something racist. So the first thing you do is assess the power dynamic. Power is always present. And when we're not conscious of what it is and where it's located, it's harder for us to make informed decisions about what to do. The second thing you do is identify your fear and evaluate your fear. So it could be that your mother says something racist and you have this intense surge of fear that may or may not really be relevant in the moment. Your fear might be based on other experiences you've had with your mother and not on what is actually happening in that moment. So this is just a moment when you pause, you're like, where is my fear? What's my fear about? Finally, when you reflect on power, this second P, you consider the role of identity in the power dynamic. So you consider your identity markers, the other person's identity markers. This is particularly relevant for people of color 
who need to think about, okay, how am I going to respond to this when I am the only person of color at this dinner table with 20 white people or in school, I'm in the staff room and there's one other person of color and me. So this is where that consideration will help you decide what to do. Finally, the third P is possibility. And that's when you ask yourself, what's possible in this moment? What's possible in terms of what I say, how I respond to that racist thing? You ask what's possible with this person. And then you ask what might be possible in another moment with this person? Those are the prompts that you ask yourself when you reflect on possibility. Again, this is just an overview. I'm giving you the highlights, some key ideas, so that, again, you might be reminded of this content or enticed to go and listen to the podcast episodes because I made a whole bunch of episodes that I think are really good to help you think about what to say when you hear something racist. Now, there are all kinds of options that you can take. There are all kinds of things that you can do. One final offering I'll make right now is related to that last P, to possibility. And that is just that you have to be open to possibility. You have to believe that it is possible for us to begin shedding ourselves of the ideology of white supremacy, to begin extricating it from ourselves and our relationships and our dinner tables and our classrooms and our staff rooms, you have to believe in possibility. Last year, just after Thanksgiving, I was at a gathering and first someone said, oh, we didn't do Thanksgiving this year. We celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day. And then this older person who I really respect said, oh, I'm so had it with all this terminology, this PC, this indigenous people's day. Those people need to just get over it. They lost. They need to just get over it so we can say Thanksgiving. And I was just, oh, and I was like overhearing this, you know, I was walking through the kitchen. I was like, oh my God, do I just put my head down and keep walking? I have this feeling all the time. I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to deal with this all the time. But as I said, I really care about this person. I really want to have a relationship with them. So when I thought about purpose, I really thought about wanting to understand what he was thinking. And I wanted to strengthen my relationship because I thought otherwise I'm going to walk away and probably never want to talk to him again. And I didn't want that. So I thought my purpose is I really want to understand what this is about. It just felt out of character and I want to strengthen our relationship. When I thought about the power dynamics and I recognized like I had more fear of saying something wrong, of not sounding articulate. It was like the fear is all inside of me. It's not about this relationship. And there wasn't a power dynamic for me to consider really. And when I thought about what's possible in this moment, I did think about, okay, maybe, maybe this will bring us closer. I felt really doubtful. I felt scared, but I thought maybe it's possible. Again, this is someone I really cared about. So 
maybe 15, 20 minutes later, when he was no longer in that conversation, I just went up to him and said, hey, can we talk? We went outside and we had this really kind of short and much easier than I anticipated conversation in which he did share what he was thinking. And I listened and then I said some things and he actually thanked me for saying something. He was like, oh, I haven't considered that. Let me think about that. I gave him some resources because that's what I do. I give resources like listen to this podcast episode. I love the podcast, All My Relations. You will find a link to that in the show notes. Anyway, we had this pretty simple conversation. I don't know. Maybe it was like 12 minutes. It was so much easier than I thought it would be. It ended with hug. And since then, we've actually had more conversations about racism and stuff like Indigenous People's Day. And it brought us closer together. And so I have to live in a world of possibility. I just have to because despair feels like it's just not an option for me. Checking out is not an option. I have to stay in relationship. I have to stay in possibility. And there have also been times when I have walked away from a situation from a person because they are too harmful or too toxic or they are living so deeply in racism that I'm not willing to put myself in there. And so I'm not saying that I always stay in relationship with people who say things that are racist, but I do live in the world of possibility. All right, friends. So that is it for this refresher on what to say when you hear something racist. I hope that if you found this useful, you will share it with a friend. And of course, I hope you will go off and listen or re-listen to those episodes from this series. Okay, friends, the Bright Morning Podcast is produced by Leslie Bickford and Stacey Goodman does the sound engineering. Take care, everyone, and be well.